Today we're doing a book chat. Book chat, book chat. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So we are chatting with Jock from Audioflow. Oh, she is also a podcaster. Yes. She is awesome. We've been following her for forever, I feel yeah, like. it definitely feels like that. And we've had a great connection with her over the past couple of years. And today is the day where we finally collide. Finally. It has been a long time coming and we're so happy that it's here. And we chose a real good book. Yes. Well, Jock actually recommended this. Yes, us, so. definitely. And we're doing a little something different. We're actually doing the stats and the summary with Jock on the phone because mm-hmm. she is in it to win it. She was live with us. She was commenting on the stats and the summary, just like we comment she, when, when we're reading yeah, it. And she was giving us her inside knowledge because she actually has a like kind of a personal connection with this book. Yeah. Very personal at some point. Very personal. Oh. Hey, girl. <laughs> so we are very excited for this chatting of the book. Yes, so enjoy it. Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Um, So thank you again, Jock, for joining us. And we're going to um, kind of introduce you to our listeners before... Um, we kind of get the ball rolling, but first we want to go over the stats. So today we're going to be going over the audiobook Marked. Um, it's in the Apocalypse Assassins uh, series. The author is Desney Dantone. Am I pronouncing that? Am I? She started a pen name, so it's under her pen name, but it's the same person. So you can say D Lane or Desney Dantone. So we know her as both. Okay, okay. gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then the narrator is Amy Landon. And Aaron Shedlock. Yes. Ooh, which I thought at first was Sherlock. And I was like, his name is not Sherlock. Yeah, no. <laughs> you, you missed the letter in there, but you were Yeah. <laughs> and this was published by Tanter Audio. And the audiobook release date is, was January 2nd, 2018. So it's... It's a 2 Yeah, it's a new one. It's fairly new, Yes. And the duration was seven hours and 43 minutes. And the genre is science fiction, post-apocalyptic, and military. And also sex. And also lots of sex. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it gets more. And, uh, the, well, let me think. Nah, it's about the same. I, I, was, I was waiting for it. But, you know, it was some other stuff going on. So I bypassed the sexy scenes. <laughs> <laughs> So then for the summary, we have uh, taken from Amazon for trained assassin Dylan Romero. Business is good as the agency's top warriors. He and partner Jake Walker are the last two people evil wants to see on the other side of a gun. When a mission takes them to the college town of Bozeman, Montana, they discover that there is more than just another mark in another town to keep them there. With a heavy concentration of vessels doing their demon master's dirty work and the flesh-craving monsters lurking around every corner, the secluded Midwest town is set to become the first battleground of the apocalypse. The last thing Dylan needs is a distraction. With the fate of the world at stake, the life of one girl shouldn't matter. Until the day she changes everything. Contains mature themes. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Yeah. (laughs) So, Jock, before we begin, can you tell our listeners who you are and and how you kind of hooked up with us? All right. 
right. So, um, hi everybody. My name is Jacques, and um, I am a, a, a avid, which is uh, it seems like it's the best net, uh, adjective that most people use about anything that they love. So, can I just say I'm a big fan of audio, and I actually came across um, Brad and Brittany and Audio Shelf maybe a year last year on Twitter and we kind of just started following each other and, and noticed that we both were um, kind of in the same arena with people that we, you know, um, were following and chit chatting with and everything. And, and I knew that you guys had a podcast. And at that time I was really uh, working at building my connection with other people that was similar to me. And, um, and then I think I started following you guys on Facebook and I uh, heard some great things about your show that you do a couple things after dark, which is my fate. Well, I don't know what you guys do after dark, but you're on your show. You did something <laughs> after um, after dark, and I was like, oh, I need to connect with um, with you guys. And and I don't know what happened after that. We just started chatting, and uh, I remember you you Brad asking if I if I wanted to be on the show at some point, and we said yes, and that was last year. And then I remembered this year, and so here we are. Yes, <laughs> we're so happy to have you on. It's been a well, long time coming. I know. I've been patiently waiting for this day. You don't know. I've been marking it on my calendar. It's marked like the book. But uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. So how we kind of talk about the audiobook and, the, and to review it, um, I think we're going to be okay with giving spoilers in this episode because yeah. we typically don't do spoilers. But I think usually in the beginning when we tell our listeners that it's okay I, I feel like they're you responsive know, to it. Responsive to it. Yeah. So this is going to be a spoiler-filled episode. Um, and how we break down the review is we talk about the the performance of the audiobook narrators, um, the pacing, um, the duration, um, just different things about different aspects of the audiobook that we found interesting or intriguing or just like downright good or bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, got to put that disclaimer in there, right? <laughs> exactly. We try to be as honest as possible and um, have fun with have it. fun with it. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a plan. So, Jock, uh, to begin, you have read this the whole entire series of the Apocalypse Assassins, correct? Well, what had happened was I uh, when you say read, you do you include that in listen to, right? Oh, so of course, yes. of course. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> the book the uh, the book actually came out the year before in 2017. So I was working with the author, and we did this big release party and everything because she started her pen name. So I read the book then, and I knew that the book needed to go to audio. And so, long story short, it moved into audio. And so I binged the entire series last week um just been trying to uh kind of listen to some other things outside of my normal romance and uh i knew that i love the two narrators i absolutely love desney she's a good friend of mine and so i i finished book one and i was like god i need to go ahead and finish so i've been i finished them in two days and then i just kind of felt like i i was empty and so that's usually what happens i have a high then a low exactly so, yeah i like what you said that this isn't your typical romance book yeah um i was not expecting 
anything in romance, to be honest. No. When yeah. I looked at the cover and I kind of read the <laughs> the the description, I was like, is this going to be yeah. science fiction completely? But no, there's a lot of romance. Yeah. And I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. And my normal go-to genre is rom-com. And so what I, I sometimes find myself stuck in... I need something different. And it's just like when you read a book, you read a certain genre a lot and you need something a little different. And this was my first apocalyptic series that I've ever read or listened to. And I absolutely love the character, the dynamics that it wasn't just, you know, boy meets girl, they fall in love and, you know, they're going to save the world or whatever. There was some real you know, things going on, some vulnerability. And, um, and, and that's the part that I liked about it. And it was some creepy stuff in there too. So I found myself not really listening to it at night at home by myself. I'm a real chicken about that. So <laughs> it was like daytime listening only, especially when he got to the other book. So when you get there, you let me know if you listen to it with the lights on. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. That, yeah. That sounds <laughs> as soon as they got to like, releasing some of the d i was yeah. like okay um this book is hot yes, yes. i'm dylan I, I absolutely love dylan and the thing about this particular author desney has a way with writing the male characters and she makes them so real I mean, she makes you love them, even though they can kind of have some cocky tendencies, you know, yeah. but it's, Very cocky. It's, it's it, it wasn't over the top where he can I swear on here. I might have to. Can I is this a PG? Oh, or, um, yeah, we can bleep you, but uh, okay. we bleep each other okay. all the time. Okay. <laughs> he, he wasn't an a-hole, you know, you sometimes you listen to books and you're like, oh, I don't even know why they, they even like this person. He's such a such a a butt. Yeah. And so um with Dylan I didn't get that. He was funny um and he was kind of persistent and he had loyalty to his best friend Jake and partner and um and and that's what I fell in love with him and then his whole relationship with Thea and how that unfolded. Now I'll tell you that scene uh, where they finally hooked up, I got to uh, edit that and tell Disney change this, add this. So I, I feel like I own part of that scene. Oh, so. nice. nice! It's like you were like in the bed with them. Hey, <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm I'm a phantom. Well, no, I shouldn't probably say that, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm all for voyeurism and you know partaking of the you know the fun times. But yeah, so I was really excited about that, and she was a little nervous about it. I said, "Oh, you you got this in the bag." It definitely took me to Tingle Town. So if I get to Tingle Town, you're doing something right. <laughs> exactly. That's a good way to describe it because as soon as it got there, I was like. Oh, what is this feeling? Yes, I ha I had to excuse myself from the room. I was like, I'm sorry. I have to. I'll be right back. I'll be back. <laughs> Give me 15 minutes, please. I know. That's our, that's the new hashtag. I give me 15 minutes. I'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. Tingle action. Yes. There you go. When it first started, I have to say I was not really a fan of Dylan. Actually, like I was like, okay, he's just a bro, and I do not like how he's so perfect. But mm -hmm. then when um. Thea came in she just sort of like lassoed him and unleashed this whole other part of him that really made me fall in love 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, you know, because I got a little bit of the backstory before mm-hmm. Dylan became Dylan. So I might be a little biased. And plus, I'm, I love the bad boys. Um, And in my review, you'll see I, I talked about another character that Desney wrote about. But what I liked, about, I love a sense of humor. And Dylan was just funny off the bat, especially when he um when that scene where he met the first tag and uh, he had the call and he got chewed on and he was like, I need some help. And Jake's like, where are you? So again, there's a spoiler, everybody. And it was just so funny in that scene. And and that's what the part I, I liked that he was funny about it, even though this thing was about, was attacking him. It still made me laugh. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, and then you do get to see a little parts of him that Thea was able to bring out and he was able to open himself a little bit more. Um, but I, I would say at the, from the beginning, I was always a big fan of Dylan. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then when he asked Thea kind of like right before they did the deed, he was like, are you sure about this? I was just like, <laughs> Oh my God, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like how he asked her if she was a virgin and then she just started like getting on her knees and like is this yeah. what a virgin would do <laughs> I was like, I, oh, definitely no virgin I was like girl, yeah. I was like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I enjoyed that scene because um it's you know something about again this is this is considered new adult or kind of college romance so it doesn't get as steamy as it would in you know some other genres and you know they're dropping you know certain terms and obscenities and there's a little bit of them in here but um it was just something about the way it was written it was kind of angsty and romantic at the same time especially you know after you know in in most books they they have the sexy scene go on and then for some reason the guy leaves or whatever so I like that for him it wasn't just about I'm gonna get I'm going to get laid. And um, and then we see this relationship between the two develop. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the way that it unfolded, the relationship. Yes. And what did you think about the kind of like the tag storyline, this whole idea of like the zombie apocalypse kind of thing happening? Okay. So – uh, I, I have to keep my responses to the first book since I finished it. But um, again, I was I have not read any zombie apocalypse. I've never watched the, the Walking Dead. I think my whole idea of zombie of what I knew about it was uh, Night of the Living Dead or Michael Jackson's Thriller. so in my head you know every every zombie type thing is either that except you know it doesn't involve michael jackson dancing and all of that kind of stuff but um so i like the i like the concept of it because it wasn't related to that it wasn't just um these undead things and that it kind of mixed in a little bit of religion um it and it dealt with you guys said spoilers, so I, I'm trying to keep them minimal. But it dealt it dealt with some religious tones to it. Um, and in the beginning, I had to figure out what it meant to be a vessel versus being tagged, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, am I confused? Which one's the vessel, and which one's you know the tagged, and which one is the one that's easier to kill? And so I had to keep going back and forth with that. But once I got an understanding about which uh, what those two I want to say creatures or things or marked mm-hmm. uh, 
persons did, then it made more sense. And as you go through the entire series, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's. I think that's one thing that, like, probably the only negative that I can see about the story was I'm not a big fan of books where you just kind of jump into the storyline with not much kind of like world building while you're while you're reading it or listening to it they kind of already had this format of like oh here are the tags here are the vessels kind of jump on the bandwagon here um and that's and and i get why authors do that because they want to they want to set the tone for the for the novel but i like you i was very confused about like okay what makes a vessel a vessel and what makes a tag a tag and so over time i did have to learn kind of the like the language that the author used um but it, it but it helped because Desney is such a good writer, mm-hmm. and the writing was so strong that it was it was an easy world to kind of get sucked into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what happened to me. I kind of got sucked into it. Like I said, it was my first, and so I really went into it not knowing what to expect, um, and just you know kind of getting an understanding. Okay, and then I was trying to guess. Well, maybe this person is the vessel, or maybe uh, maybe this person is tagged. I'm I'm not quite sure. And what's going to happen if they are tagged? And uh, it was a lot of that going on. Me talking to myself about uh, trying to figure out what was going on or what was going to happen. But um, once it got toward the to the end, that's when I that light bulb for me went off, and I was like, oh. Sh- well, I said some stuff that I can't say on your show, but it it, be, it began with F and N with T, so there you have. It. And this this book was also a great PSA for having protected sex. Yes, <laughs> always wrap it up. Uh, yes, wrap wrap zone, everybody. Yep. Yes, <laughs> like Jennifer Lewis says, check the meat. Wrap it up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Prevent tags. So there you go. That's the new tagline for condoms. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's talk about the narrators a little bit because I really loved both of them. Yay! I like love they they were so good and they worked really really well together. It wasn't like one of them had an older sounding voice where one of them sounded super young. They both sounded like college aged people, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, these are two of my favorite people. Um, when this audiobook was um, being considered, I I went to Desmond and I said, I know the perfect people for this book. And if you can, this is who you want to hire. Um, I I had um, heard, listened to Aaron Shetlock a, a quite a few times, and he did uh, another series by another favorite author of mine. I said, you got to do this book. And then Amy Landon, again, same other author, um, did a did a series for um, for Stacey Marie Brown as well. And I just knew that both of them together would be such a good fit for this story. They had both done um, some urban fantasy, new adult before, and they just played really well, really well off of each other. And I like the fact that they could both interpret their characters and the other characters very similar. Um, You know, sometimes when you listen to dual narration, you know, one of the narrators may give, you know, the other lead, you know, some sarcastic tone. And then when the other person is doing it, they're not sarcastic and it doesn't match. Mm -hmm. So, so I like that it matched that they both understood and their interpretations were really similar about it. Um, Aaron has fantastic tones. He always sounds so natural when he's narrating. Like 
you know, we're having a conversation and it's real conversational and it's not overacting. Um, and Amy does the same. And I love her male narration, her attitudes that she she does. Um, I, I can't say enough good things about them. And I'm probably like doing an oversell, but if, <laughs> if, if you follow me, you know how much I love both of their work and their artistry. So yeah, they definitely really do no wrong in my eyes. I think this was actually our, our first Aaron Shedlock narration. So I was really pleasantly surprised by his his voice, uh, yeah. especially for Dylan. I think that yeah. made me love Dylan even more. Yeah. He I, definitely has an attractive voice. Oh, I'll tell you that. It's, it is sexy. It's sexy. <laughs> it's not just attractive. Yes. And Your voice so sexy, Aaron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> his voice can get it, okay? <laughs> I think it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> Uh, I want a hashtag that your voice can get it. I think it <laughs> and, oh. a- and Amy Landon. Oh my God. Okay. So I loved her performance in this book. Yay. And we have listened to her before with Kandara, huh. Kandara Blake's uh, series with um, one, three dark uh, crowns. And then there was the, the one dark throne. And um, I think she has another coming. I think there's two more books in that series coming out. And I'll be honest, I think in it, we've done a review on that, that book. And I did not really enjoy Amy Lannan's narration in that one, just because there were so many characters. And yeah. her voice is kind of this, you know, in that book, it was kind of like... It wasn't one tone, but it was getting me confused with a lot of the different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like a fantasy series. And there was like oh, there was like f- 10 different characters for each queen. So it was like so many people. Yeah. Um, and but I, and I didn't hate the, vo- the her voice for it. It's just it didn't really keep me invested in the story. Yeah. But with Marked, I, I just loved it. I yeah. was addicted i was like oh my gosh her voice is perfect for um thea and she does an amazing male voice yes, yes. and i'm just like oh i'm in love my hope has been restored with amy landon yes <laughs> like you 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 love amy landon all over again in this yes. story and and the the what makes this so good is one um one of uh, first aaron shetlock's favorite genre is is apocalypse and he mm-hmm. loves this type, these type of books. So when he was, uh, I think, you know, when I told him about it, I was like, go read the book, go read the book. And so he read the books first. And, um, and the same with Amy, Amy loves strong female characters. She does them so well because Amy is a strong female. Um, she's, you know, all feminist women, women power and, and Thea, we see that in the story. She's that type of character. She does not need anybody to define her. She's her own person and she knows how to hold her own. And Amy just delivers that, um, to no end. And again, still the male voice. Cause I like to listen to her do Dylan too. So yeah, <laughs> and that, that independence and that strong womanhood really kind of like you can see it in the characters and it really comes through with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. the way Dylan did Vivian's voice, like, oh, my gosh. oh Vivian. God, <laughs> that made me hate her even more. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because you, and when you, when you heard him do it, like when she, he's like, look, Thea's sick. Where's the Tylenol? And you, when he, when he did Vivian, you could, you could picture in your head, like what she was doing and it made you yeah. irritated. And so every time I heard that part, or, um, I heard that part, I could see her like walking around in her robe, scooting around, rolling her eyes and stuff. <laughs> and, you know, that's when you know somebody's done a good job because they paint this picture with 
with um with what with how they narrate and tell this story and you can vividly see it in your mind. Mhm. Yes, exactly. It was phenomenal. Both of them go so well together. I want them to do every single book together. <laughs> Even ones that don't need dual narration. I just want them to like tag in and out. <laughs> we should tell them that. I hope they listen to this and um and, and they should definitely do it. I know that um that Desney did say, I want I want you guys to do all my books. So that means she needs to write more books uh with, Ooh, yes. with dual narration so we can get them um involved. Yes. yes. That would be amazing. <laughs> So a little earlier, you talked about how you did not listen to this book in the dark. So how did you listen to it? What were you doing? Um, well, I, I listen when I am at work or when I'm driving to work. My commute time is fairly short. Um, but any opportunity that I had to listen. Uh, now, the the daylight savings time is different. So it doesn't get dark until about eight or nine. So that still gave me a little bit of time. But um, after nine, you know, about 10 o'clock, the bewitching hour. And you know how sometimes you, you kind of get into bed with your audio book and subliminally it bothers you. So yeah, I had a cutoff time because I didn't want the tags haunting me in my sleep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I spent time, um, now I listen to audiobooks everywhere. So, you know, while I'm in the shower or I'm listening to the audiobook, if I'm walking my dog, I'm listening to this book, I'm in the car, like I said, I'm washing clothes, I'm um, at work, you know, doing some things on the computer all the way up until I climb my butt in the bed. So that's how I got through it. Yeah, yeah you said it took you like two days and that that's impressive. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was on nonstop. It was like you wake up in the morning at five. Okay, where'd you leave off? Okay, hit play. And then I'm listening probably about uh, maybe three hours, three to four hours a day. So that's kind of well, three to four hours in the morning, then maybe an hour. Yeah, per day. What is I listen like eight hours, eight hours a day, wow. eight hours. Yeah, I have no life outside. I mean, you know, I, I, I listen to audiobooks all day. Did you listen to it at one speed the whole way through or did you crank it up to 1.5? I'm a one speeder. It's nice. always got to be on one. I don't, I've tried to speed it up a little and it just sounds like I'm listening to the chipmunks and I, no, I, I like to take my time with it. And plus, you know, you miss out on those sexy accents and stuff when you speed it up. I want the full effect yes. of the narrative. <laughs> yeah, this is one book that I, in I have sped up a lot of books in the past, but and this is one that I w wanted to kind of keep it at a normal speed, one speed to make sure I'm getting all the, you know, goodness from it. And the voices, the narration, the pacing was perfect. So I didn't really feel, feel the need to speed it up. Yeah, I I I think if I would have sped it up, I would have I would have probably missed out on some things and not I have enjoyed it as much because I would have in my head would have said they're speaking too fast. Well, duh, you sped it up. Maybe you should put it back on. They're not speaking too fast. You just have it on uh, on a higher speed. So yeah, I I did it at one. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and I think that they had like excellent pausing and everything in there at one speed. So it really didn't need to be sped up whatsoever. Mm -mm. Yeah, not at all. And uh, in all actuality, when I finished. Um, I'm going to talk about this. When I finished the series, I was in such a funk because I was like, well, what am I supposed to listen to now? And I actually wanted to go back and listen to it again. And I rarely, I rarely repeat 
I probably can count on one hand how many audiobooks I've put I've listened to more than once. And I just wanted to listen to it again because I felt like maybe I missed something and I would have caught something earlier. Um but then I already know what's going to happen. But, you you know, when you love a book and you love the narration and the way the story was told, you want to listen to it again. And that's kind of where I was. I totally agree. <laughs> so would you I mean, would you recommend to our listeners to finish the series? I think that's a. Yeah, I think I mean, I think that's an obvious. Obvious. <laughs> yes. Yes. And if you guys haven't if you guys haven't got to book two yet, because the way that book one ended, I had to wait. I had to wait a while. And I was like, I hate, I hate cliffhangers. And this one was oh a big gosh, one. It was. And I was like, I was like, are you freaking kidding yes. me? And I was like, like why is the next book not I will out say, yet? I was like um, <laughs> at the end when they made the big revelation that uh Thea was a sister of one of the characters I was like oh my gosh yes. at first I thought she yeah. was saying that it was Dylan <laughs> and I said oh my gosh nasty nasty. Oh, nasty nasty and then all of a sudden Jake was like oh yeah she's my sister I was like oh thank god yeah. oh. yes uh, I I sort of like I didn't piece it together until that moment when they were in the car and he was like uh why i thought you said you weren't going to investigate thea why do you have a picture of her that's not my that's not that's no that's my and i was like oh yeah how did i because they had said earlier in the book and and even dylan was like talking about it how thea or i guess uh, I can't remember Jake's actual sister's real name before mm-hmm. she was taken, but yeah. they were saying how they were twins. And so, oh, of course you would yeah. recognize uh, Jake's sister wherever she was. And it's right. like, um, you were very close to her. Like you had your D in her V yes. and you did not recognize her as Jake's sister. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, well, he didn't really have uh, anything to compare it to on that note because he's never been. We would hope. But I, I thought about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought about that too. I was like, well, and and I guess you know sometimes with fraternal twins, mm-hmm. there is a little bit of a difference. Unless I mean, I don't know were they. I didn't. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. he he was focused. He was focused on some yeah, other he stuff. He was not so focused he on probably- her face <laughs> because they had a picture of when she was like twelve or something in front of the similar statue, yeah. and he was like oh okay i would be able to recognize who's jake's sister was and i was like okay so that squashed it for me i was like okay she's she's not anybody's sibling she's Uh just thea yeah 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 that was it but wait till you get to the you wait just when you finish the rest of the series hit me up and we'll talk about that because there's a lot of um there's a lot of other aha moments Ooh. in there. Like, wow, I didn't see that comment. And yeah, wow. so. I'm Ooh. excited. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I definitely recommend it to listeners, even even though we gave you guys some spoilers. But you got to hear it for yourself and then continue the series because it was so good. And for it to be, um, they, they deflowered me for apocalypse sci-fi. <laughs> and uh, and I, I feel good about losing my virginity my uh, audio virginity to this book. <laughs> That's amazing. And yes, I agree. Like you have to listen to it even though you have spoilers. It's like a good movie. Like yes. you just need to go and watch it even if you know how it ends cuz it's just really good, really well written, well narrated. It's just everything you want in an, an audiobook. Definitely. Yeah. I agree. 1000%. So, 
I think we know the answer for all of us, but are we going to shelf this or are we going to shelf this? What do you think, Josh? We're totally shelving this book and uh, you, you guys shelf it. Uh, on, do you got a shirt? Do we have a shirt that says shelf it? <laughs> we need to get shirts. We need to get shirts, We need to get shirts, pants, and socks. Yes. Uh, yeah, I need a whole outfit that says shelf it on the front and on the back it's to say shove it. Just right on the butt area. So I- <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> we need a new pink. <laughs> so after you guys do, you know, uh, review a book, you take a picture so people will know which, one, which option you went with. Yes. yes. <laughs> That'd be so good. Yeah, I think we're going to shelf this as well yeah total it shelf just really really good i'm clapping yeah. <laughs> i don't have any sound effects so i had to use my real hands <laughs> yay i'm so glad you guys like this book and i i totally enjoy chatting with you i hope you guys will have me back on again Definitely. and uh and we do this and pick another book yeah absolutely yes. yeah we had so much fun. Thank you for some for coming on. And um, again, I am ex- excited to see what the future holds for Audio Flow and Audio Shelf. Yes. Okay, and I will be at APEC. I don't know when this episode is going to air, but I will be at Audio Publishers Association Conference on next week. So I will be hanging out with some of your favorite narrators. So I will be uh, tweeting and sending you guys pictures. I'll take a picture with uh, Amy and Aaron for you, and you guys can post it up. And cool. uh, we'll, we'll hashtag shelf it at the bottom. Yes. yes. Oh, that'd be so <laughs> cool. I got you. Yeah, you have to, you have to let us know about um, all the conferences because I feel like we hear about all the audio conferences like way too late when they are already like four years past. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys got to get in the know. Um, we'll, we'll chat off line because you, you you need to be a part of uh, audio publishers association and i think there's another one that they usually have in new york uh at the beginning of the year or either the end of the year or the beginning of the year but those are the two main ones that i know uh, that i know about if you plan in advance uh for next year I should see you guys in New York next year. I think it's going to be there. Ooh, Ooh, yes. Yeah. We love New York. Ooh, yes, we do. Oh, yes. New York. So, <laughs> my bad attempt at a New York accent. Don't shoot me, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, perfect. This was so much fun. Thank you so much. You are welcome. And thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Right. We can't wait for the next one. Yes. Take care. All right. You too. You guys have an awesome week. You too. too. Bye. 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 Wasn't that fantastic? It was so fun. I felt like I was talking to a long, like, long-term friend. Right? Like, we finally were able to get her on the line, and then we just had, like, the best time possible. Yes, totally. Oh, it was so much fun. So, if you would like Marked and the other books in the Apocalypse Assassins series, Brittany, tell them where you can find that at. You can find that on Audible. So you can sign up for a 30-day free trial of Audible through our website, audioshelf.me. And once you sign up, you get 30 days free and you get two credits. Yes. Which, that's two free books. Yeah, it's two free books. So you're choosing. You really have no excuse not to get two of the apocalypse the apocalypse 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 this just took a turn Ooh. that's a twist <laughs> um apocalypse assassins book yes 
And if you want to follow along with our new adventures coming up, we have a lot of new things coming up. Mm-hmm. A lot of big news. Yes. So please follow us on all of the social media accounts. And we have Instagram. We have Twitter. We have Facebook. We are everywhere. We have Instagram. Did you say Instagram? I said Instagram. Oh, I wasn't listening. Uh, Sorry. And, you know, we t- sometimes goes goes live on instagram and twitter and sometimes nobody watches us no one watches us but it's okay because we have to figure it out (laughs) yeah you're going with us on our live adventures exactly so tune in wherever you can hear podcasts and we will catch you another time Bye. bye This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.